team and really start asking them questions instead of only leading with answers. You know, we found that questions are powerful, questions are key to content, questions are really how you can kind of unlock your team's abilities and giftings, critical thinking, all of those things. And really, honestly, maybe they don't need you talking as much. And I know for the leader to hear that uh, can be very humbling. But honestly, it was when I began to unlearn the bad leadership habit of only leading with answers did I really find the full power of our team together as I led with questions. Uh, so today I'm super excited. Uh, I have one of my coaches from my CrossFit box at First Creek CrossFit, uh, Coach Matt Whitehead, that is joining me today. Uh, he is a great coach. He's a great person. He's somebody that I know I learn a lot from. Uh, I know when we were setting up for a competition, he was the guy that our, our main person kept asking uh, his advice on it. But uh, Matt has done that for a while. And so I really just wanted to give him an opportunity to tell us a little bit about yourself. So Matt, tell us a little bit about like where you're from, your family, what you do, what you're passionate about. Well, thank you for that introduction. Really appreciate that. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so uh, I grew up in a small town of, uh, in Virginia, um, very small town. Moved to Knoxville uh, in 97 to go to college. Did that for a little bit. Um, let's see. And then I met my wife here um, and just been here ever since. So I've got two kids, uh, 15 and 12. Nice. Yep. Um, been married to Sarah since 04. Um, yeah, I guess I guess it's me in a nutshell. What school did you go to? In, in Virginia or here yeah here. U UT Went okay, to UT nice. for a while but didn't didn't actually graduate there um, but I did graduate with a um, an associate's degree in networking communication from Pillsbury oh, okay and do you find you using any of that degree in yes. what you're doing now uh, what I'm doing now on the side yes um, I used to be an IT guy okay. um, I did that for 15 years 20 years okay uh, and then no longer doing that so I'm, now I'm just coaching CrossFit and then I moonlight on the side with small businesses helping out with their IT stuff oh, so I still use it okay nice still use it so really the invitation for you today came based on a lot of the interactions that we've had at CrossFit mm -hmm. I know I'm wanting Rebecca to come on as well because she's just an interesting person very um, and so I know that a lot of people are drawn to you when we're there. Either they're asking for your advice or they're uh, showing you different things to find the correct movement. Um, but I think you're really good at connecting with people exactly where they're at, regardless of whether they're a coach or whether they're somebody coming in to join our box. But I know for me, CrossFit, like I, as an endurance runner, uh, somebody who used to run 50Ks and marathons, like I would watch videos of like CrossFit fails. Like I would see the box jumps and the people like busting their shins. I would see people falling off rings, uh, which if you know, you're listening, uh, that's where athletes do muscle ups. It's basically like the gymnast rings that hang down from a structure. Um, and I would just laugh at them and be like, what are they doing? Or I would watch them try to throw weight up over their head and it, come crashing down on the back of their neck. And I just thought, man, these people are, are so like, I don't know what the word is, like I, not idolatry, but it felt like they were like kind of idolizing themselves and how good they could look or whatever. And so I was super skeptical. And then a guy by the name of Daniel 
who's a friend, invited us to a free CrossFit class at Mountaintop CrossFit in Johnson City because they did free Saturdays. And, you know, I'm coming into it with, like, this endurance background. Uh, you know, I've ran. I'm such a great runner, blah, blah, blah. And I nearly threw up after 20 minutes. You know, I'm trying to gauge the room, what the women were lifting, what the men were lifting. So I made the mistake of trying to lift and keep up with people who had been doing it for a really long time. I've learned that the endurance is much different than a slower pace running through the mountains over extended miles than a kind of uh, complex, pushed-in, short window of time of 15 to 20 minutes where you're throwing weights up and you're doing uh, jump rope and running and you know all these other activities. And so he said, why don't you go outside if you're going to throw up? And I just thought, this is so horrible. And I went back in and I finished the workout. And then the next day I was like, I want to do that again. <laughs> you know, uh, it's one of those things, kind of like when you get that first tattoo, it's like, man, I want to get another one. But I enjoyed the coaching aspect. I really enjoyed how people seemed to hang out and talk before and after. Uh, there seemed to be a celebratory vibe in the place for mm -hmm. people uh, that had come for the first time and finished and even you know, Coach Michael coming around me, you know, hey, did you throw up? Awesome, man. <laughs> you know, you just now you know how hard to go the next time you come back. Uh, so what was your CrossFit story like? How did you get started with it? Well, I think to, to go back to what you were just saying, the, the free Saturday class is fantastic. That's a great mm -hmm. way to get in. Um, and we do that at CrossFit First Creek as well yeah. at 830. Um, the, the other thing is, is, is how long did your 50, 50K take? Oh, goodness. Uh, some of them seven hours. Okay, so eight hours. seven eight hours of, of I don't want to say completely strenuous, but it, it was work, right? right? We were working the whole time. So with CrossFit, we, we take that and we we dial it down into a twenty minute, maybe even like today's workout was a ten minute um, AMRAP, as many rounds as reps as you can do. Mm. But we take the intensity. Maybe your intensity on the fifty k was. At, what would you say between one and ten? Oh goodness, um, a lot of times the eight in and the eight? uphill sections okay. that would normally start you out, and then it would it would rain. taper off, and then you'd have to finish strong coming back. Right. So we take that basically, and we we ramp it up. We want to ramp that up to ten, mm. right? But you've got to do it in a set amount of time for ten minutes. So I think that's where that you know endurance is is here. We're here, but I think they both have a great opportunity for for conditioning for learning for for overall fitness so that's I think that's great um, let's see so my CrossFit story I started um, in 2009 um, my my wife actually bought me a Groupon for, oh, cool. I think it was for my birthday or for Christmas um, and CrossFit Knoxville North which is right off Callahan Drive had just started or they were they were in their first year or two at that location. So they were offering Groupons to try to pull people in, which was great. Um, and I almost threw up on my first <laughs> workout as well. Uh, it was grace, so 30 clean mm. jerks for time. And I was just using the bar, which I probably should have just used a PVC pipe, but I was like you. <laughs> I went in and I was, I was looking at some of these um, men and women in there and they were throwing 135 on the bar or 95 on the bar. I was like, surely to goodness I can do 45 pounds. Boy, was I wrong. But started there, 
um, finished out that I think it was a boot camp of like two, two three weeks. Um, felt like I was going to die basically after every workout, but then as you're walking out, you're you feel almost invigorated mm-hmm. because of what you accomplished and what you felt like you might not have been able to do, and you you did, and you know you, you were I don't I don't know it's kind of hard to put your finger on it, but it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that ran out, I found another. It was a smaller box. It was CrossFit Hard to Kill. They had another group on, so I flipped over there. I wanted to test, you know, to see the the communities um, because all all CrossFit boxes are the same in 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 the aspect that I believe that they are there to make you a better version of yourself in whatever capacity that might be. Um, but some of the communities are slightly different, um, and you know, you might not mix with cer- certain communities, which is great because we have there are other options. So I started there, and then I continued there until they um, uh, they went out of business, CrossFit Hard to Kill, and then two months later, CrossFit First Creek started. Okay. So I just came right in, went in, and then um, I guess it was six months after that is when I started coaching. I got my L1 and started coaching there. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's it's been great. Um, it's been fantastic. The, the ride has been full of ups and downs and – but it's been awesome. So you were you kind of serious for six months, and then went after your L one? Uh, no, actually, I was I was still just a, a member, and one of the uh, it was actually the manager at the time. She came to me and said, "You know, do you have anything that's that's keeping you or holding you back from from becoming a coach? You know, is that something that you want to do?" I was like, "Yeah, I would love to do that. I I've been thinking about it for a while, but just hadn't really, I guess, taken the the plunge." And then it, all it took was that one question, you know, what's what's holding you back? Mm. Nothing. That's good. So I signed up, took the L one, and then I guess the rest is history. Yeah. And so an L one for those of you listening, that is if you're going to go into coaching, that's level one. CrossFit, yes, that's the, right. the base. The base, um, I guess you would say, entry level CrossFit coach would be an L one. Yeah. And hey, if you're listening and you've been thinking about it, just go for it. That's my that's my advice. I know you're you're listening for maybe another reason today, but uh, just go for it. That's something that I've been encouraged by. I even printed off the L1. Then I realized, I don't think this is for me. I think this is for my wife, who is really good at all the form, all the technique. Uh, sweetheart, if you're listening, everyone will know at this point, you are a middle age scaled masters women's champion in the 35 um 30 to 35 level age division so so proud of you for doing that but hey let's talk about crossfit first creek for a little bit i don't think it was super on my agenda um i I love that you mentioned that you know maybe this community or box isn't going to work for you and the beauty is there's a ton. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know just in Knoxville, from where we're recording right now, there's at least uh, four that I can think of that are around our community. My wife goes to Rocky Top, uh, which is an amazing facility there. Absolutely. Great box. Yep. Um, she has found her people there, uh, especially with the, the younger college-age girls, and they really have encouraged her. Um, I know for me, 
Uh, probably my best first impression was Rebecca, who is our manager at CrossFit First Creek. Mm-hmm. But we had some people that uh, I attend church with, the Pittman family, um, you know, and then Dave Holly, and then there's Brandon. Um, but they just meshed more with me. And it's a community that it's okay if I don't want to do the group workout. I can do my own thing because I'm more of an introvert. But then they're also a group of people that can really kind of read me that I've given permission to, to like, hey, call me out on this. Or, hey, if you see me eventually going to hurt myself doing something, like definitely help me out. But I've seen our box just in six months uh, bless one of the coaches, you know, that was had a struggle, had a need in his life, and I saw our gym rally around him and love on him and his family and his wife. Um, I watched people have those side conversations where they're encouraging one another and they're pushing each other. Um, I think it's funny, I was going to relieve people during our competition so they could get a break and no one would let me relieve them. Like, they're like, no, I'm good. I'm like, I'm here to relieve you, to give you a break, to get you some lunch or something. No, I'm good. Um, just a very driven, I don't want to say stubborn, um, very driven, strong, independent, loving, caring family of athletes and people. Um, and I know, like, for the coaches that we have, you know, like with Devin and Lauren and and you, and there's just a whole, there's a, a lot of coaches there, um, but they're very transparent. And I would say most of them, because I don't know all of them, they're very good at being who you are. Like, you're not trying to be somebody different. You're not attempting uh, to change your, your face or your facade to, you know, do different things. Like, you just are who you are, and I respect that a ton. It's one of the things I love about First Creek. Um, what would you say is something that keeps you there that you love about First Creek? Uh, it's, it's definitely the community. Absolutely the community. Um, when I started, we had a group. I used to come into the 430, class, and even at um, uh, CrossFit Hard to Kill, there were there was just a group of of like-minded individuals, um, which is kind of hard to find when you really think about it. A whole group of people that are all there for the same reason and are all in that same kind of groove, um, and they're always encouraging no matter what they're they're just it's um absolutely the community it's the people it's the people there um of course i'm i'm a coach and uh, you know being being the head coach i'm kind of biased about our coaches and i think we have the best coaching staff in knoxville but that's not to say that any other crossfit box yeah should say the exact same thing um because they're they are they are the absolute best coaches in that facility for that group of people. Um, and also with with the whole community thing, you know, that's kind of what that's kind of what keeps you coming. Um, but if you go for the listeners out there, if they're going to a um, if they're going to try out CrossFit, if they try out one CrossFit and they try out another CrossFit and it's not really for them, make sure cuz different time slots have different a different group of people as well. Like the 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 early morning crew at CrossFit First Creek, way different community than the than the afternoon group. Great community, 
but you might fit in better with the morning crew. You might fit in better with the, the afternoon crew. So, but yeah, absolutely, the community and and for, to to rally like they did with um, with that person that you're speaking of was yeah. phenomenal. That was um, that's that's why I'm there. Sweet. So come see us at CrossFit. Any box that Any is box. around you, go. Give it a try. Most of the boxes in our town have drop-in mm-hmm. options, and they have punch card options. And uh, so, just give it a try. And like I said, it's one of those things that I mocked and was skeptical of, and then lo and behold, not just my wife, but there was ten of us that went to that free Saturday three years ago, and all of us are still a still part of the CrossFit community. Uh, we've done competitions; like we absolutely love it. Um, but going back to the the whole, you you did the, you watched the fails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I did the same exact thing when my wife bought that Groupon. I started doing research, and the most most of the time you you find the fails. You've got to look a little bit harder for the success stories. But mm-hmm. man, those are those are ten times better than the fails. The fails are funny. The fails are are heartbreaking. Sometimes you get you get hurt, but you're going to get injured in any sport at some point in time. Um, what I really like about hopefully all the CrossFits here is that each coach makes sure that you're not going to do anything major to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. We're going to focus on the form first, right? Those 30 cleaning jerks with the 45-pound bar. Not really a whole lot I can do to hurt myself with a 45-pound bar, even though I did hit myself in the chin once. <laughs> but with 135 on the bar, I can do a lot to hurt myself. So you start, you start light, you start slow. You don't look around at whatever everybody else is doing. You do what you can do. Mm. And then as you progress, as you get better at those movements, then you can turn up the intensity. Yeah. You can add some weight. You can go a little faster. You can, you know, do a lot more than than you thought you were capable of. I am the king of scaled, man. I am right there with you. <laughs> and by when we there's uh, options when you get to the workout, which is great. And uh, if you are just starting out, they have a scaled option where you, you can. A, yeah, they've got an L1 as well, yeah. where it's you know a lot less, but you're still going to get a good workout, right? Yeah. Then you have RX ish. Then you have RX, which is for the big boys and girls. I, it's funny that you mentioned the injuries. I had to humble myself after the first couple of times. And when I would go in, I would look at what the girls were doing on the weights, and I would simply add five or ten pounds more or do exactly what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And I did that probably for six to seven months till I got the form. Uh, me and him were talking earlier um, one of the biggest corrections I've had by a coach is stripper butt. And I was like, what? What do you mean by that, sir? And he's like, when you're deadlifting, like, you're just kicking your butt out as fast as possible. He's like, you're going to hurt your lower back, and you've got to do this like 30 to 40 times. So he's like, pretend that your feet are planted into the ground, and you're just pushing through the floor from the back of your heels to the front of your toes. Like, don't kick your rear end out. And I was like, that's so funny you call that stripper butt. <laughs> but I did it wrong the first few times, and, man, my lower back did hurt. So I love when coaches can 
see and pick up on those moments. Um, so for you as a coach, like why do you do it? Like why do you love it? I do it because I've, I've seen firsthand that people are capable of way more than they think they are. And I feel as a coach in, in a CrossFit box, you can take that person from where they are now and help them get to where they didn't think they could go. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that be um, with weight, with movement patterns, with um, uh, emotional stability, whatever that might be. Um, because it, it's not just about lifting the weights. It's not just about getting in the workout. It's not just about, it's about being better today than you were yesterday at whatever that might be um you know we we have athletes will come in um on a day and you can as as a coach once you learn your class and learn the people that are that are taking your classes you can feel or you can see when they walk in oh something's something's up with that one so you go and you talk to them and you kind of figure out okay so Today we're doing this, they're more of, they're gonna be right here in the middle. So you, you try and coach that. Um, because in a day-to-day life, right? You've got work, you've got family, you've got bills, you've got all sorts of other things that are going on outside, right? And when you come in, when you come into CrossFit, some of those will have effect on how you perform right whether it be you know you're not going to be able to lift as much today Um, maybe you're a little bit tired maybe your emotional state's a little down so we're going to need to back off a little bit or you come in and it's the best day of your life well let's try to hit a PR right so let's let's try to ramp it up so that in my opinion is is why I do it Mm -hmm. I see that and, and I can feel that and I want I want nothing more from when you walk in you, you're going to have a great workout whether you do the bar or whether you do 135, 95 pounds we're going to get you a great workout mm-hmm. and we're going to basically your coach is there to help you get through that in the best way possible um, and, and I, I, I just love that I love being able to see people that are trying to get a pull-up you know you give them okay this is what you're going to do for the next couple weeks you know this 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 and this and we're going to come back after that and we're going to see and if they do those things they'll get a pull-up which is fantastic and that's that's what i love yeah get people from where they are where they want to be which by the way and i know most of you that see me around town and church various places you may think that I can do pull-ups because of my ripped dad bod, but I can't do one strict pull-up. And uh, you need to work on that. I know. I'm a ki- I'm the king of ring rows, and uh, <clears throat> for Murph, which is a killer workout, look it up, Google it. It's amazing. For Memorial Day, uh, I did a ton of jumping pull-ups, and I did a bunch of ring rows. Mm. And so I would like to say it's all the muscle that I have keeping me from pulling myself up. So yeah. Did you guys just hear that? I can't do a strict pull-up. So there you go. Been crossfitting for years. Uh, that is a goal this year. ton of push-ups, ton of pull-ups, and all that good stuff. So 
I wanted to take the next few minutes to get to really the question that I have because on this podcast we're trying to unlearn unhealthy leadership habits and behavior but as a leader who happens to be an athlete and a coach what is an unhealthy leadership habit or practice like you've had to unlearn exactly what you were talking about earlier on the introduction the questioning mm-hmm. um, uh, you know I feel like 10, 15, 20 years ago the leader had to have knowledge and had to basically almost know just about everything because then whoever you were leading would come with questions and you needed to have answers. Um, Nowadays with, I mean, Google and YouTube and you can learn just about anything. So I think that as a leader today, you don't have to have all the answers. Mm. You're not... Hopefully, you're not expected to, but you definitely have to have all the right questions Mm. um, so that when someone comes to you and has either an issue or they need help with something or, you know, whatever the case may be, you have the right questions to ask to get that person or that team or that group through that or to the next stage. Mm. So that, that that was huge for me is... Before, um, I thought that I had to have all the answers. Mm. And absolutely you do not, but you have to have all the right questions. And you have to ask them. So would you say what you did to replace that bad habit was having a healthier habit and practice of asking more questions? Absolutely, yes, yes. Um, And instead of trying to figure out and learn everything, I needed to come up with, okay, so in certain situations... I need to ask certain questions um, instead of trying to have an answer, right? I need to sit back and I need to, for them to, you know, bring whatever they have to the table and then I'll start asking questions. You know, um, uh, Rebecca and I have this conversation all the time when competitions are coming up. She'll bring a workout and we'll look at it. I'm like, okay, so what's the time domain? Well, I haven't figured that out yet. Okay, so what are, what are going to be the weights? Well, I was thinking this, and then as soon as she starts saying those, after those questions are, are asked, right, she starts thinking, and the wheels start turning. She's like, ooh, wait a minute. That's not going to work with those type of weight. We need to move over here. And I was like, yep, that's exactly. So I, don't have, I just have to ask the questions. You've already got the answer somewhere. Mm. It's in there. Yeah. It's in there. We just got to get it out. That's good. And that's something um – that I really respect about Rebecca is when we were prepping for our spring fling, spring fling uh, competition at our box. Um, was she gathered us all together, gave us the overview, had her clipboard out, would say what was happening, and then she would say, "Does anybody have any questions or suggestions? Or, yes. You know, is there any way we can make this better?" And to watch somebody that is really a great leader and probably could figure it out herself, give the room an opportunity to be mm-hmm. a part of leading in that process. Um, I totally enjoyed that part, and it is a great reminder to lead more with the questions and the answers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and being a coach, it's the same thing. You know, when, when someone comes up to you and that says, you know, hey, um, um, you know, I've, I've got to, I want to do this. Well, okay, 
okay, that sounds great. Why do you, why do you want to do that? Well, because I want to, I want to, you know, whatever the answer, and then you come right back with it. Okay, that's great. So how are you going to? What's your plan? Mm-hmm. Just to have an idea of what we're working with, and then once all the questions are answered, then you can start, you know, either what if it's a goal, you can start planning for that goal. You can start putting in the the um, uh, the plans, the procedures that are going to go into that, um, and then you can basically just let them go, um, which is great. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Asking questions is is the the one thing that I've replaced the what is the, the thinking I have to know everything. Mm-hmm. That's good. So how do I get one strict pull up, Coach Matt? Just kidding. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go over that. My plan maybe, now is to lose some weight. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll go over that on this podcast, but we're, we're definitely gonna work on that, Chris. Gonna get it, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna record it, throw it out on Facebook. You yes. will see some strict pull ups by this dude. Um, so as we're parting in our time today, uh, I always want to ask this for anybody that I have on to this podcast um, that I'm interviewing that I'm asking questions to, but if you had some leaders sitting across from you and you only had one opportunity to engage them with the uh, practices and principles of, of good leadership, what's one thing you would give them? I would say that um, as, as a leader, you, you can't want something for someone more than they want it themselves. Um, that's another thing that I've really had to work on for myself is in, in being in a, in a CrossFit box as a coach and, a, and even as, a, as an athlete, um, you can help someone as much as, you, as much as possible, but you can't want it more than they do for them. So if at some point you realize I, I'm doing more to try to get them to that goal than they are, mm-hmm. you, need to, you need to step back. Um, that would be. That's probably my biggest thing. I'm still, I'm still working on that. I mm. still have, I still have issues with that, um, because I, I want, I want anyone that comes to me, and and either wants help or asks a question or has has something that they want to bring to me. I want to help you as much as I can. Mm. You know, that's one of the biggest things that I, I enjoy about CrossFit is everybody helps everybody you know it's not just a coach athlete it's an athlete athlete it's a it's a community right mm. it's, it's a community you're there to lift each other up um, so I always always want the best for everybody and I will absolutely do whatever I can to help you get there but I've got to worry I've, I've got to make sure that I don't want it more than you do mm. and I, I think that would that would help a lot of people with their leadership roles so that if if that ever happens they can you know don't be afraid to step back just step back let them you you've given them the tools you've given them the just like this pull up yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you some stuff and I'm going to hound you on it I'm going to be your accountability person on it but at some point you're going to have to want it more yeah. than me so you're going to have to take it and keep going and if if at any point that changes and I'm starting to want it more than you, then I'm going to back away. You've got the tools. You've got everything you need. 
you've just got to go. Mm. And I can't, you know, what's the old saying? You can lead a horse to water, you can't, can't make him drink. drink. That's right. So. So I think because I'm getting ready to turn 48, I think an adequate, approachable, feasible goal would be 50 strict pull-ups for my 50th birthday. <laughs> that gives me two years of working through the pull-ups, but I want them to be unbroken. I don't want, you know, 10, 10, 10, 10. I would okay, love no. 50 straight. 50 strict? 50 strict straight pull-ups. No breaks. Okay. For my 50th birthday. I okay. think I can do it. All right. <laughs> Hey, on a serious note, um, me and Matt really didn't talk through a ton of content. No. I gave him some questions, but that's no coincidence that his really thing he had to unlearn was having all the answers. And so I want to encourage you again for the sake of your team, for the sake of the younger leaders under you that you know maybe have not had as much experience or mistakes as you, lead more with questions. Absolutely. Come more to your meetings, to your developmental moments with more questions to let them figure it out, to let them be a part of the process, to let them engage with the, the tension or the conflict or the opportunity. Like It's no coincidence that Matt brought in the same kind of bottom line that we had last week. Um, so yeah, just lead with questions more, unlearn the answer model, and uh, you know lead them and launch them and really enjoy seeing people do what they're created to do. Uh, so as we close out, Coach Matt, um, Granite Games just finished up. I know uh, for our CrossFit friends, they've got favorites going into the main games that are happening in Wisconsin. Uh, I thought before that Mal O'Brien still is a little behind Tia in the mental aspect of who she is and her development. I mean, she's just 18. Mm-hmm. I think it's closer than I thought, but I still think Tia's going to win again. Yeah. Uh, Medeiros, I just don't see another dude in the field that stood out to me. Who do you got coming home with the 2022 CrossFit Game Champions? These people on the earth. You know, it's funny. I might be one of the only CrossFit coaches that doesn't follow the CrossFit (laughs) Games as much as as anybody else. Yeah. Um, I, I will watch the CrossFit Game. Yeah. But I'm not one to watch, like, the... Uh, I wanted to go to the Mac. I didn't. I didn't make it, but I didn't watch it was the great games. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, I, I do think Tia. I, I don't know if anybody. I think Mal and Daniel, uh, Danielle are, yeah. are the only two that have a fighting chance. Mm. But her Tia's mental game is just mm. so strong, and that is so hard to coach. Mm. That is so hard to coach. You can have someone that can just obliterate some workouts but then you throw them into something that they don't like and they shut down like pull-ups anything like that right (laughs) yeah but tia is just she's a machine you Mm. it doesn't matter what you throw at her she's she like her facial expression i don't know if it changes Mm. until she throws that bar over her head and then you see that smile and she goes across the finish line and she just screams Mm. Um, Medeiros, I he reminds me a, a lot of um, uh, Frazier. Mm. Same aspect. I mean, he's not. He might not win every single uh, event, but the ones that he wins, or the ones that he places second and third in, count. And I think his consistency 
is going to be key for him this year. Mm. Uh, if he can remain consistent like he was last year where he's he's in that top five or at least in the shot of that top five and he can win one or two, I don't think anybody can beat him either. Yeah. Um, and as for the other guys, um, Vellner, I always like Vellner. Mm. He's, he just seems like a pretty good dude. Um, uh, oh. Tall Canadian. I like him, too. Fitkowski? Yeah, Fitkowski. He won first place in Granite Gang. Did he? Good for him. Yeah. 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 He's a – they call him the – what do they call him? The scientist or – he's very calculating on Mm. his his workouts, and it does show because he'll – there, there are some workouts where you think, oh, he's not going to do very well, and he just kind of hangs around, hangs around, and then all of a sudden he'll throw it in, mm. and he's got that other gear. Uh, but, yeah, it, as for the rest, I'm, I'm not really I'm not really sure. Gotcha. Again, I'm not – I'm probably one of the few coaches that, that doesn't, like, keep up with that stuff constantly. Mm. But that's okay. Yeah, my daughter – uh, Mariah, she's 10, and she got to go to the Mid-Atlantic with oh, us. Oh, yeah, I bet she loved that. And I wasn't she? sure how she would do with sitting there for five hours. Yeah. And she loved every minute Love. of it. It's really me kind of trying to brainwash her because I was like, well, Haley Adams was 10 and a gymnast. She started CrossFit at 14, and now she's 21 and knocking on the door. No, she's really good, too. Yes. She's very good. Yeah. So we had the Mid-Atlantic uh, CrossFit competition semifinal down here in Knoxville, and I had the privilege of making Haley Adams, who will probably be a top ten athlete at the games, feel a little awkward because I recognized her and realized didn't realize she's more of an introvert. So I ran back in Publix and went, "Good luck, Haley," <laughs> and she just gave me the look of, "Please don't come over here and talk to me." Uh, but yeah. It's fun. It's life. But, hey, uh, I hope that you are encouraged by the content of what we talked about today. Uh, If something has encouraged you, like and subscribe. For those of you that are, you know, maybe figuring out if CrossFit is a thing for you, uh, definitely check out one of your local boxes in the area. Uh, You can email me at chris at onelifenox.com, and I can connect you with people that know a little bit more than me. But thanks, Matt, for coming on and giving us a little bit of your story and your experience and especially the thing that you had to unlearn as a leader and the thing that you had to replace it with. So I hope that you can connect with us the next time we're on together where I'll be talking about two things that you can do for every leader. So have a great week. TTYL from the Unlearn Podcast. Have a great week. See you next time.